You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder and president, George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Genesis 15.4, New King James Version. Abram had servants, the servants had children, and Abram was rationalizing the fact that these people would be his heirs, but not so. God had a divine design, a definite plan, something that only God knew, and Abram had to have the faith to believe. What about you? If you're in a circumstance that looks like everything has stopped being possible, can you put your faith and trust and belief in the Lord to the degree that you really understand that he will do something remarkable? something miraculous just for you? God will supply every need, and he will give us the desires of our heart if we trust him and if we desire what God would be pleased for us to desire. Do you desire to see people come to know Christ? I hope you do, and I hope you will do something about it. There are people out there that you know who need to know the Lord. Will you tell them that Christ died for their sins and yours? that he was buried, that he rose again on the third day. If they will trust him, they can have life that lasts forever. Go with the gospel now. Abram was told by God to look up. Listen to Genesis 15, 5, New King James Version. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. What a promise. What a fantastic thing God showed Abram. But God has a plan for you, too. He has something that is really insurmountable for you to comprehend right now. He has something that will be absolutely marvelous in your tomorrows if you trust in the Lord with all of your heart and don't lean on your own understandings. In every way, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. God wants you and me to have compassion on the people who are lost, people who are perishing, who will not have life that lasts forever until someone tells them how. Will you be the one? Will you pray? Will you read God's Word? Will you fellowship with other believers? Will you work out a plan to present the gospel to people for whom you are concerned? I hope you will. You can. Make sure that you are articulating the plan of salvation accurately and faithfully. Look at Genesis 15.6, New King James. Watch the faith factor of Abram and God's provision. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Believing in the Lord is the only way to live successfully. Abram believed. Do you believe? Have you really trusted Christ as your personal Savior? Have you turned to him from your sins? Have you stood up and been counted for him? Have you identified with the Son of God, the living Christ, and the one who died for your sins, who was buried and who rose again on the third day? Do you really know Jesus? If you do, are you telling people? If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes to righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. Are you telling people how they too can become believers in Jesus Christ? 
have their sins forgiven, receive the gift of God, eternal life through Christ Jesus? There are people out there who need to know, and you can tell them. Will you? I hope you will. Pray, and then go. Now. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to inherit it. Genesis 15.7, New King James Version. God's promise to Abram. Can you identify? Can you relate? Yes, God has taken you from where you have been and put you where you are. He has brought you out of whatever circumstance you used to have, and as you have trusted Jesus Christ personally, God has directed your path. He has put you precisely where you are today for the purpose of sharing Christianity with someone who needs to know the Lord. Are you a personal Christian communicator? Do you believe God's Word completely? Are you willing to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, His death, His burial, and His resurrection? The Son of God is also God the Son. Are you willing to fellowship with other believers and to gather Work out the way to get the gospel to as many people as you possibly can. Read God's word. Pray together and then go with the gospel to folk you know who need the Lord. Somebody out there is waiting for you to tell them. Will you? Even when God does something tremendous for you or me, as he did for Abram in this case, Once in a while, doubt will creep in, and there needs to be a very special assurance. Abram was concerned. Listen to Genesis 15, 8, New King James. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? Yes, skepticism clouds reality, but God's promises are never broken. What God says he will do, he always accomplishes. He wants to make you usable. He wants to use you to bring honor and glory to Him. Whatever you do to serve the Lord, be sure that God will get the glory for whatever is accomplished. I'm amazed as I see God working in the hearts and lives of people and see the response to the gospel as it is presented one-on-one. We've just come from a summer surge activity of sharing God's Word one-on-one with people at county fairs. We have seen magnificent results, but it is God who gives the increase. As we had a team going out to 10 county fairs, sharing God's word, sharing the plan of salvation, we saw many of them say yes to Jesus. Skepticism and doubting has occurred. Listen to Genesis 15.9, New King James Version. So he said to him, Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. When God asks you to give him something, don't hesitate. If it is one thing, or two things, or three, or four, or more, in that still small voice when you hear God prompting you to give something to him, don't hold back. Do exactly what he wants you to do. And know that when you do this, wonderful things are going to happen. The gospel of Jesus Christ will surge forward through you, if you will be obedient to the Lord. God's Word tells us what to do over and over again in passage after passage, scripture after scripture. Will you read God's Word? 
Will you heed God's word? Will you fellowship with other believers, and will you together do what God would have you to do, to go with God's glorious gospel to people who need the Lord? Work out the plan. Work out the timing. Work out the who you should go to with the gospel. Somebody's waiting. It's up to you. Will you go today? When you are endeavoring to please the Lord, don't say, I want it my way, but rather say, I want it God's way. God gives explicit instruction to us through his word, and he wants us to do what he says to do. Jesus said, go, go into all the world and preach the gospel to everyone, everywhere. Are you a part of God's divine plan of redemption for people who are lost, people who are perishing? God gave Abram specific instructions, and Abram did what God requested. Genesis 15.10, New King James says, Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two, down the middle, and placed each piece opposite the other, but he did not cut the birds in two. Yes, God says do it this way, and if you do, you will please him. If you don't, the displeasure that you give to God will affect you adversely. So please, get in tune with the Lord. Serve Him. Be His ambassador, His Christian communicator. There is a job to be done and a world to be won, and you can be a vital part of communicating the gospel to someone today. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for those in first through fifth grades is available in a separate area. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. Impact your community for Christ. Catch the Tiger Team vision. It's big, very big. Every youth to hear the gospel with an invitation to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ before turning 20. Proverbs 29.18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. This vision is in keeping with two scriptures that encompass the word perish. 1. John 3.16 For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 2. 2 Peter 3.9 The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. If you personally are a believer in and on the Lord Jesus Christ, the Tiger Team Impact Plan can help bring the vision to reality through you. It can begin with just one teenager or one adult or adult couple having a burden for teenagers. Where do you start? Prayer. You ask the Lord to guide you to three others. It takes three teenagers who are true Christians, true believers, and one adult or adult couple willing to dedicate themselves to Christ. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12, 1 and 2. These four, one guy, one girl, the other can be either, and at least one committed Christian adult, individual, or couple should set a time to pray together for each other, for prospective students to participate toward a Tiger Team impact and pray for target teens who either don't know the Lord or who are having spiritual problems. Your beginning Tiger Team impact of four or more has the privilege and the power to claim spiritual victories. This is a very special time in September. Converge, come together, unite, connect. Join students from around the world September 28, 2011 for See You at the Pole, the Global Day of Student Prayer. Be a part of something much bigger than your own local campus. Join the movement. Be encouraged, challenged, and blessed to experience what God is doing globally. Regardless of the church group or school peer group that you are involved with, gather with everyone and pray. Converge. The 2011 See You at the Pole theme verse is a promise from Scripture that is one of the most popular and quoted throughout the history of believers. Matthew 18, 19, and 20. Again I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Each participant should have a list of prospects that they can pray with and for and watch God work marvelously and wonderfully. See you at the pole. A one-time-a-year event that has been used by the Lord immensely. This simple verse is a comforting and encouraging promise from Jesus himself that helps us to know he is always with us. When we gather and agree together, placing him first, he is there. And when God and his people converge for prayer, lives change. There are many see-you-at-the-pole gatherings where dozens of students, sometimes even hundreds, gather to pray at their school flagpoles. Yet there are thousands of campuses where just a handful meet to pray. Regardless of number, God takes each situation seriously and promises to be in their midst. So whether your school has a huge group that covers the front of the school or you just have two or three, there is power in each group. What an amazing thought that on September 28, 2011, millions of people all over the world will be praying, each in their own language. God wants to hear your heart for your campus. So will you join him? Will you join with your friends? Will you converge with your generation for a global day of student prayer? Wednesday, September 28, 2011. Converge. Pray. God is working in and through people 
And one of those that he is using today is my daughter Tammy, who has been sharing thoughts from the book Discover Your Destiny by our very special friend who's now in heaven, Dave Brees. Listen to Acts 8, 1 and 3. Now Saul was consenting to his death, that is, Stephen's. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. But God had a different plan for Saul. Listen to Acts 9 and follows. Verse 1 and other verses say this. Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came to Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the city, and you will be told what you must do. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was there three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. There was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias? And he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your servants in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered the house, and laying his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me, that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Immediately he preached the Christ in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. Then all who heard were amazed and said, Is not this he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem and has come here for that purpose so that he might bring them bound to the chief priests? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt at Damascus, 
proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Now, after many days were passed, the Jews plotted to kill him. But their plot became known to Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and led him down through the wall in a large basket. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had presented boldly in Damascus in the name of Jesus. Saul became known as Paul, and God used him to bring the message of the cross to people who might not have heard. Paul was not an eyewitness to the death and resurrection of Jesus, but he saw firsthand that because of Jesus' death and resurrection, God offers salvation to everyone by his grace. Stay tuned, and we will share with you the vision again and allow you to know how you can help us get the word out to people who need the Lord. Be a part of something really, really big. God has given the vision, and now is the time to follow God's formula for vision sharing. Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Diligence is a necessity for any dream or vision to be realized. That means a persistent and hard-working effort. In his book about King Solomon, the richest man who ever lived, author Stephen K. Scott says, Diligence is a learnable skill that combines creative persistence, a smart working effort, rightly planned and rightly performed in a timely, efficient, and effective manner to attain a result that is pure and of the highest quality of excellence. Proverbs 21.5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. The Tiger Team Impact plan is practical. It is designed to help you creatively communicate Christianity. It's extremely flexible and therefore adaptable to all situations. It is not an end in itself, but a means to an end. Its development depends on your action. It's as expansive as you desire it to be. Its only limitation is your lack of involvement. Without you, it's worthless. With you, it's potentially as high as your sky, as wide as your world, as deep as your dedication. Tiger Team Impact is a tried and proven formula for effective evangelism. Every premise of the plan is based on four imperative fundamentals. The Bible is the Word of God, meant to be followed consistently. You cannot be an outstanding Christian worker without personally adhering to the concepts of the Scriptures, beginning with an individual, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Prayer is a basic, daily necessity for your development and growth as a Christian. Prayer changes things and people. 
Believing always precedes receiving. Obeying God's word is essential for participating in God's work. It involves the total person, mental, physical, social, spiritual. Communicating Christianity is the number one task of the committed Christian. There is no such thing as commitment without communication. If I can help you catch the vision, to think big enough and act diligently enough, then together we and other competent, qualified, dedicated Christians investing time, talent, and treasure adequately can make it happen. The need is huge, but even if our gospel is veiled or hidden, it is veiled or hidden to those who are perishing. You may be one of the perishing. If you still have not received God's gift of eternal life, Jesus said, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and he was buried, and he rose from the dead, according to the Scriptures. As he completed his time on earth, Jesus gave his great commission, recorded in Mark 16:15, And he said unto them, Go into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. God's global go is for every believer. If you have personally turned to the Lord Jesus Christ from your sins and trusted him to forgive you, the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Romans 10:11, verse 13 says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's why we're doing everything we can to communicate Christianity to and through teenagers. We invite you to prayerfully consider coming to be a part of what we're calling the Youth Workers Intensive Training at Triple D Christian Youth Ministries, 13,000 U.S. Highway 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, September 20, 21, and 22. Write and we'll send you a free brochure. No, Christ through you can change the world. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for those in first through fifth grades is available in a separate area. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station.